today on the Rita Made Me Do It show. Yeah, and it was actually nasty. I can tell you the amount. It was like, I was like, okay, I want five grand, but no more, than 20, no more than 25 hours a week. And then I did the maths, you know, from what I was offering and from the amount. And I was like, oh, Rita, <laughs> you know, like, I've done the maths and it doesn't add up. What was feeling funny was mothers like, Rita, I'm really confused, okay, because I only want to work 25 hours a week. But here's how many clients I can actually carry with the way I work with clients in 25 hours a week, right? Meaning I'm only making this much money. And mm -hmm. I kept saying, okay, well, then you're just going to have to raise your rate. <laughs> you're going to have to raise your rate. But Rita, like, here's how many clients I have. And here, and I'm like, cool, you're just going to have to raise your rates because that's the mm -hmm. only solution if you're only going to work 25 hours a week and you want to make this much money. The only choice we have is to raise your rate. Hello and welcome back to another week of the Rita Made Me Do It show. This is week three and it's kind of the ending week of a special little series that I've been doing for you. So two weeks ago in my free community, The All In Entrepreneur, and again, guys, if you are not a member of The All In Entrepreneur, what are you waiting for? I mean, there are so... There's a $200 cash prize contest in there this week, uh, another $25. We've got uh, power sheets, goal setting giveaways coming up. We've got uh, fun 2021 goal setting stickers and journals and all kinds. Guys, the fun is in the All in Entrepreneur, so you should go join it. But two weeks ago, I did a free five-part live stream series called The Five Most Important Things I Do in My Business and How You Can Put Them Into Action in Yours Now, and it was a hit. So I continued the fun last week whenever I interviewed five of my private clients about those same five things, the five most important things I do in my business, how I've coached my clients on these, and what they've done with them. Because it's not about doing it the same way. It's about taking a concept and making it work for you. So they shared how these same five things change their business, and more importantly, the tangible, specific actions that they take in these areas that have allowed them to generate six figures, multi-six figures, seven-figure businesses, consistently and how you can do the same. So I shared from those two weeks, the last podcast episode was the interview with my client Deepa who talked about time and the most important choices she's made around time in her business that has allowed her to generate seven figures and more consistently. I mean, I guess it's seven figures, but multi seven figures consistently in her business by working only 25 hours a week. And really tangibly, how many of you can make some of those same choices to have the time and the life and the revenue that you want? And the week before that, I shared one of my most important things that I do in my business around time as well. So this week, guys, I am really excited to introduce you to Mildred Talabi. Mildred is an alumni of the last round of The Most Important Thing, but Mildred is also a LinkedIn visibility coach. So today, we had a really big comprehensive discussion. Not only did we talk about The Most Important Thing and what it was that led Mildred to sign up for that program, and more importantly, what she experienced from just six weeks there. Because as you will hear, in six weeks, Mildred got fully booked with a waiting list. She is uh, at a rate that she's never been at before that people are more than happy to sign on for. And she's doing it all working fewer hours than 
ever before so she can spend time with her two children, her spouse, have the life that she wants to live. And she's telling you how she did it and how the most important thing helped her do it. But then we also talk about LinkedIn. We talk about entrepreneurs using LinkedIn to nurture relationships, to build awareness in their business, things that maybe you don't even know about, things you should be doing, mistakes that people are making. It is such a great conversation. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Here's the thing, guys. I did not plug in my microphone for this. I was so excited to jump in and just talk to Mildred. But, you know, I wasn't going to stop it just to plug in a microphone. So this uh, recording may be a little more echoey than normal. It may sound a little less professional. But guys, it doesn't matter. It's not the professional (laughs) sound of my recording that you care about. It's the information. And this information is incredible. And there are tips you can take away and implement in your business right now to realize some instant results. So I'm really excited for you to meet Mildred and also to learn more about the most important thing, which guys, this is a reminder, this is Thursday by the time you're hearing this. So I have interviewed by the time you're hearing this, three other people in addition to Mildred. Now, all of those interviews are all in the All in Entrepreneur. You can go find them. But here's really the most important thing is that registration for the most important thing closes out on Friday, October 2nd. When October 2nd is over, your ability to register and join the 20 other women who have signed on to get consistent clients and generate consistent revenue in just six weeks, and they do it by creating a simple system to let it happen, like that option is gone. And as you'll hear, Mildred is coming back as an alumni. All of the people that I interviewed this week are coming back as alumni, and you're going to have access to their expertise as well in the group. So really, guys, if you're on the fence, if you've been wondering if this is the right program for you, this is a time to stop wondering. Just talk to me. Let me know. Reach out to me. Send me an email. I'm more than happy to talk to you and let you know if I think that this is a good fit for you, because it could be. It may not be. I don't know. But we can at least talk about it. The investment for this program program is only $497. And as you will hear from Mildred, it will change your business and it will change your life in huge, big ways if you decide that it will in only six weeks. And I would love to help you make it happen. This community is one of my favorite. The alumni who are coming back are incredible. The new women who have signed on are incredible. You are incredible. And you can be a member of this community too. And you really can have these same results happen for you. So the link to the program is in the show notes. Go check it out. Sign up for it. You have live access to me in it for coaching. You have some short, digestible content. The program is made to be consumed in 30 minutes or less a day for six days so that it does not eat up your life. Time is at a premium, guys. None of us have time for big, long, comprehensive classes. But we definitely have time for comprehensive results. And that is what this program prioritizes. Action, so you see results with a little bit of consumption, but all by doing the most important thing and saying no to everything else so that you really get more by doing less. Anyway, I hope I see you in the program. And I know you're going to love Mildred, so enjoy this interview. And I will talk to you next week on another episode of the Read and Mimi Do It show. Because of Rita, I got on the news. Because of Rita, I had 15 speaking engagements last year. Because of Rita, I've become a six-figure business owner. Because, because, of, Rita, because of Rita, I've doubled my revenue by doubling my clients. I'm Rita, business strategist, speaker, and success coach. Also known as the gal who went on 35 dates in 35 days and blogged all about it. And this is the Rita Mimi Do It Show where every week I bring you the real information about what it takes to go all in on your dreams. 
so that you can build a profitable business and live a positive life. Some weeks I'll have a guest and others it'll be just you and me, like we're out on my deck sharing a bottle of wine. The conversation, yeah, it'll be that real. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello. How are you? Doing the jazz hands again. Hello, hello. How are you? Happy Monday. It is September 28th, y'all. Can you believe it? There's so much stuff happening. I don't know if you've all seen it, right? So as you all know, I have been launching my program, The Most Important Thing. But today in The All and Entrepreneur, we kind of decided to turn it into a fun game. So if you head into the All-In Entrepreneur or if you're on my newsletter, you will have seen it, but we created a bingo game. And if you fill out all the answers on this little bingo card and you get it to us by the end of the week, all the details are on the bingo card. You can win $200, like cash dollars, like cash dollars money, you can win 200 bucks. So um, if you're curious about the bingo game, if you want to know how to play it, I'll let you know. But the answers for the bingo are going to be found in the interviews I'm doing this week, in the newsletters that I'm sending out this week, and on the sales page for the most important thing. So basically, you just have to pay attention. You just have to watch the interviews or or not really in the interviews, in the email recaps of the interviews that you guys will be getting. So really in the newsletters and on the sales page is where the answers are for the bingo game. And once you uh, fill out that card, submit it, you can win. $200. So anyway, I just thought I'd let you guys know that in case you missed that, that just got posted this morning. But I am so, so, so excited about today because my interview, so LinkedIn is something I love and I don't know enough about it. Like I I know what it used to be. And like LinkedIn has come a long, long way since I was an attorney and since I used LinkedIn in my professional career. And so I am bringing on today, Mildred, you're going to love her. Mildred Talabi. She is a LinkedIn visibility coach, and she is incredible. She is amazing. Um, You're going to fall in love with her as much as I did. And we're going to be talking about all kinds of things today. So Mildred was in the last round of my program, The Most Important Thing. And in six weeks, some pretty incredible stuff happened for her business. And yes, it's, you know, she was in my program and she learned some things, but it was really the actions that she just got brave enough to take. And I'm going to let her talk about what she did and the mindset behind them, because I think that when people hear about actions other people took to get results, that's only part of the picture, right? I think the most powerful thing is to hear the mindsets behind it. Like, well, I just decided to think this, or here's how I started doing that. And that allowed me to take this action. So I'm going to bring Mildred on. She's going to talk all about it. But then we're also going to talk about LinkedIn. We're going to talk about using LinkedIn to grow your business. We're going to be using, we're talking about LinkedIn for networking. We're going to be talking about LinkedIn for a whole bunch of stuff. So I'm going to bring Mildred on. I'm going to let her say hello, introduce herself to you. Hello. Hi. See, I do that all the time. I've got to stop it. I don't know why. It's like, hi. <laughs> hi, everybody. I'm something and it comes up into my hands. I'm like, hello. How are you today? I know that it's late. It's not late, late, but it's like the end of your day where you are. So for people who don't know, Mildred, where are you located? I am in the UK. <laughs> okay, right? We're crossing, we're crossing borders to talk about LinkedIn, right? So if you're just joining us, people hopping on, this is Mildred, Mildred Talabi. She is a LinkedIn visibility coach. She is here today to talk about a variety of things, but why don't you introduce yourself first? Why don't you tell people, you know, 
your, I guess, your equivalent of like your elevator speech, right? Who you are and what you do. And then tell us a little bit about how you get into this because you're not, nobody ever just is like, you know what I think I'm going to be when I grow up? I think I'm going to be a LinkedIn visibility coach. So why don't you tell people a little bit about you and your trajectory to where you got? Sure. So, but that, that pretty much describes my career anyway, in terms of everything I became was not like intentional. No, exactly. So, so my background is that um, I'm a journalist. I trained as a journalist and I worked in the media for quite a bit. And then I had an early mid, midlife career crisis really early, you know, which kind of took me away from the media for a bit. But before that happened, part of my job was as assistant editor of a magazine. And I had to recruit people and as part of my role. So now during this role, while I was recruiting people, I got loads and loads of people send me CVs and cover letters. Now, you guys call it resumes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so but I, I, got, I got loads of that in the two-year period I was there. And most of them were just rubbish. They were really bad quality. You know? So after a while, I realized that, you know what, why don't I set up a side hustle? helping people do CVs and, and, you know, CVs and get jobs. And that side hustle is what started off. While I was doing my one side, I always had one foot in employment and another foot in self-employment pretty much throughout my career. So that side hustle, my CV business, later revolved to doing LinkedIn profiles, which is where the LinkedIn came in. So it involved to doing LinkedIn profiles. I wrote a book, some CVs and job hunting, et cetera. But my career went from journalism to communications to PR on that side. And then my business was growing and growing. But I never fully let go of one. I had both. And then and then it came to this year, you know. So one of the key things while I was doing my business as a CV maker of an expert is I started being on LinkedIn a lot. And I was doing LinkedIn profiles for job seekers as well as for business people. And then I realized that actually LinkedIn was the number one source of referrals for my business. It's where pretty much all my clients were coming from. You know, I had a website. Occasionally someone would say, I found you on Google, you know. But for the most part, they were finding me through LinkedIn. So after 12 years of doing this CV business, this year I decided to, you know, go all in and focus on LinkedIn as, and I specialized in visibility coaching because of the journalism, the PR background. I realized it's so important to be visible if you want your business to be noticed. If you want to attract the right clients, if you want to grow your business, you need to be visible. So and LinkedIn is the best platform to do that on if you're a service-based business because people are there ready to engage with you on a level where they don't do on other platforms. So that's why I decided to specialize in this area. And literally, it's only been since March that I've gone all in, cut off the employment side of things, and I'm fully, 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 fully all in in my business. So, yeah, <laughs> you know. You know that I love everything about going all in on anything, but I think a lot of times people get confused too about what all in really means. So I love that you shared your journey. Like, I, I you didn't just say, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this and I'm going to quit this. Like it was a transition. It was a, a natural transition that just came from kind of following your instincts and following your strengths and letting things unroll. And so we're going to talk, we're going to talk all about that. But LinkedIn, I remember LinkedIn from when I was like a lawyer, this is 13, 14, 15 years ago or something like that, right? Like, and LinkedIn was just kind of getting started. And it was just a place that a lot of people kind of connected, right? Like, oh, I'm going to link didn't request you or whatever. Okay. And then like nothing ever happened with that. And most people were using LinkedIn 
as their resume. It was just a cut and paste of their resume mm-hmm. on LinkedIn, right? So it was just kind of like, oh, that was fun for a hot second. But now LinkedIn is like totally different, right? Like, I mean, it's not just for corporate America anymore. It's for entrepreneurs. It's for, so what are some of the things that maybe if people haven't been using LinkedIn or they just remember the old LinkedIn, the LinkedIn of the past, mm-hmm. right? What are some things about LinkedIn that maybe entrepreneurs would be really interested to know about? Oh, gosh. Yeah. So I know that's how because I work specifically with women in, you know, with service-based business. A lot of the time people say, the reason I haven't been on LinkedIn is I thought it's a job site and it's like it's professional and stuffy and I can't be myself. That's not the case at all. It's changed so, so, so much. In fact, even LinkedIn are rolling out stories which you have on Instagram and Facebook. They're rolling that out, literally. No, are they really? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> another thing, everybody. Another thing. <laughs> yeah, that is it. We're not getting it here in the UK until like, much later, but you guys should already have LinkedIn right? stories. Okay. You know? So even LinkedIn themselves, are they're not trying to move away from the professional age. They want to keep that, but they realize that it's also a social place and that there's, wherever there's people, it's social. Yeah. So that's the one thing I want people to understand about LinkedIn is that there's, there are human beings there. And yeah. when people are not in their suits and ties at work, they yeah. are still human beings and you can relate to them in a human way. And they so, definitely rolled out like LinkedIn Live, right? Which is just yeah. video and they have now this, the stories that you say and they're all kind of... They had, you know, long form blog posts, like so much has changed, right? So we're going to, we're going to dig into all of that, but let's talk about, you were in the last round of the most important thing program, which was back in May. And so what were, even though you had this business, you, like you said, you were kind of like, you were going, you still hadn't let go of the other, you had a side hustle, you had your, your other job, you were like doing both. 2020 hit, right? What were some of the things that were going on in your business that made you go, you know what, maybe I need a little bit of support, or maybe this is some information that I need something around, or what was it that kind of made you attracted to the most important thing program? I think that's going to be important for people to know before we get into and what happened for you. And like, what were the mindsets behind it? You know? Yeah, no, I think for this, it's like, I actually followed you for quite a while before I signed up to the most important thing called and I hear you talk about this all the time in terms of the awareness building stage, right? So I find out about Rita from Paul Brunson, some guy I've been following him for ages, brilliant guy. So, and it was an interview that you had with him on your podcast. And I was like, who is this Rita person? You know, so I literally started listening to your podcast and, on, and maybe it was about two months I was gradually getting used to you without knowing I was doing I had no intention of you know having you as my coach or anything like that but then what you were saying made so much sense and for where I was in my business the minute you announced the most important thing course I was like yeah I literally signed up immediately because it was exactly what I needed and I mean that in that I'm not the kind of but I haven't got time to be flapping around with a 14-week course and two hours of I've got two young kids they're four and five you know so it's like I've got a lot on and so I needed a course that was directly tell it was literally an answer answer prayer but it was like tell me exactly what I need to do right now at this stage in my business to take it from where I am to where I want it to be and that's exactly what you were selling with the course 
And when I went on it, it was exactly what I got. So it was just brilliant and perfect, perfect yeah, time. And that's such a great representation of what I talk about in the program too, right? So you guys, so for everybody joining, this is like my third week of interviews, right? Like, well, the first week I did the five most important things in my business and I talked about how I did them. Last week I had private clients talk about how I tell them the same thing. And now we're meeting participants of the most important thing, right? To hear, look guys, it's the same thing she tells the private clients. Like, this is what I did. And the main thing is pick away and really nurture relationships and go all in on it. But no, it's not awareness and then purchase, right? People become aware of you and then they get to know, like, and trust you through your consistent, whatever, your consistent content on LinkedIn might be a place in a Facebook group and a podcast, wherever, but they start knowing you, liking you, trusting you. And then, right, when they see you have a solution to a problem, they buy. And that's the stage so many people miss. And I think this is such a great stage for LinkedIn. And that's why I'm really glad that you're here because we're going to talk about in, in a little bit using LinkedIn to build that know, like, and trust factor in the people that are following you and how that can equate, right, to more clients and more opportunities and more money. So like, okay, so what were, did you, would you say that you were having, I don't think you were technically having struggles in your business per se, when you signed up for the most important thing, you weren't like, man, everything's just not working out. And I guess I need to like go into this program to figure it out. So what, what was it about the program that appealed to you? So it, it was, as I told you, I had like, my plan was actually in September to go back to full-time work and get back into corporate work, you know, for a bit because my kids were going to be in school, you know. And then it was, <laughs> so it, it was literally... <laughs> yeah, and then COVID's like, no one's going to school. <laughs> you know? But so where I was with my business, though, it's even though I had the business for 12 years, it was always a side hustle. So I've never really had a consistent guarantee my income. So I could tell you this month it could be high. Next month it was low. Next month it was just all over the place. Yeah. You know, so it was the idea of you having a system that could. The consistency is really what you're looking for. Because at this point you're like, this is the, if I'm going to go full time in my business. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like this is when it's going to happen. So what were some of your hesitations? around the program because I know people always have that too and I'm curious to hear that people hear and I don't know if you had any you might have been like you said I signed up right away right you might not have any but some people are like oh I don't think I'm gonna have the time for it or maybe it's not not the right program for me or maybe it's a course and it's not gonna have a lot of whatever contact with people was there anything in your mind that made you go I don't think that this is the right program for me see I'm probably a bit different like I said but because I yeah. know you've been in my ear for a long time. <laughs> Literally. So before I signed up, I already all the objections you tackled at some point or other, either on a podcast or on one of your live streams or something. So it was like, I guess maybe if I had anything, it was really like the time commitment to it. Like we're yeah. really gonna be able to can I really do this with the kind of time that I had? And you assured me before I signed up that that was possible. Yeah. And haven't done it. <laughs> They're like, it was. Right? It wasn't like, because I also don't have time right now yeah. to be teaching, you know, mm-hmm. a two hour, uh, running a two hour group session and leading a one hour, like, teaching for the week and then looking at everybody's, like, long work- worksheet answers. And, like, right, it's like everybody's time is at a premium right now. And I was like, mm-hmm. these, while those classes are great, like what you were talking about, 14 week classes that have two to three hours a week and, like, 
those can be really in-depth and really good. It's just this isn't the right time for that. And if you're looking for moving your business forward, right? Like to get like big results in like the smallest amount of time investment possible by doing it doesn't mean easy. It's like doing so we're gonna talk about some of the big decisions you have to make, but by doing less to get more, right? That's the way I created this program. So this program is very like you can you can consume the content and do the work in under 30 minutes a day every day for six weeks. And by the end of it, you're going to have a really nice system that you can. Yeah. So before I get to some questions about what you did, right, I wanted to say Homer is here and says it's lunchtime with Rita. Maybe I'll just start doing lunchtime with Rita. And Lana, who signed up for the program. So Lana, um, Mildred's actually coming back as an alumni in this round. So you're going to get to know her. But Lana says, I miss the UK. Where about in the UK are? I'm in Kent. I used to be in London for like most of my life, but about five years ago, we moved to Kent, which is like the leafy part of um, the UK. It's like the Garden of England, you know? So I can't, I've never been, and so I can't wait till like I can just travel again freely. And I, that's where I'm going because I've met so many people now because of fall, right? Like I've actually met so many people that live over. I'm like, I got to go over there for a while. So, okay, so you signed up for the most important thing. You were like, look, this is it. I want to try to build consistency in my business. Maybe I can make a go of it. This is the time to try. Is this chick really right? Can I just spend only 30 minutes a day? What were some of the results that you had from participating in the most important thing? So you were going in with some clients, some money, not a lot of consistency, but a real desire to make it happen. You came out six weeks later with what? Okay, so, so many, <laughs> you know. I think to start with, one of the things I'd say that really helped is because at the beginning, you 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 made us sign a success commitment. Yeah. Like, that small yeah. thing was important. One of the things I put on mine was that I am going to commit to this as my priority for the next six weeks, you know, and I totally recommend doing that because if you put it as something else that you have to do alongside everything else, you're not going to get the same kind of results. So it was literally like the minute Rita put the homework out, I was doing the homework. I was starting the homework. I was going through the workbooks, you know. So that's the first thing I did. I literally committed to doing the course. And then early on, one of the early wins was that that the bit where you Rita had us do this clarity thing about our target and our impact message. Do you remember that? So the impact message, exactly who it is that you're targeting and what they're getting. And I and I was like, well, I help people with LinkedIn, and I do this too. And I people like Right. 
the thing that I am committing to more than anything else is to show up fully for this investment and this program so that I can have the opportunity to see the results, right? But if she hadn't written that down, like this is my commitment and this is my decision, then when time got crazy, when her kids yeah. needed my, like she would have said, I'll do it tomorrow because we always push off our own stuff, right? I was talking yeah. about this to somebody the other day saying, it's funny how, oh, it was on um, one of the interviews with my client last week, Deepa, how if if we say, oh, I can't do my stuff, I can't work in my business, like on my business, I can't be the CEO, I can't do this, I have client work to do, right? I'll do my stuff after my client work is done, right? What'll happen is we do all the client work and then we're tired, we get mm-hmm. into our day, at the end of the day, we'll be like, I'll do my stuff tomorrow, I'll do my stuff tomorrow, but if you do your stuff first, yeah. I guarantee at the end of the day, you're still going to get your client work done. Do you know what I mean? You're still going to show up and do that. So I love that you just led from that place of this is a priority because I decide that it's so. And then you make you can make choices, right, to like support that decision. But then guys, in week two, we get clear because nothing matters if you're not clear about who your real who your customers are and who your clients are and why they're your customers and they're they're your clients. It's more than just who, it's a bigger, deeper why. And Mildred really I mean she was committed, right? She jumped in, she let me like say can I use you as an example? I'm going to, because in this program, I do live Q&A every week and people will ask questions and I will interact with them right there and say, let's go. Let's talk about it. Let's dig. It's like hot seat coaching a little bit, right? Like, cause I want you guys to get clear. Lana says, that's what I need. I need clarity. <laughs> I need clarity. So I think it's safe to say, you're going to get clear about whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So you did that, but then, right. Once you knew who you were helping and why you were helping them, right. And the next thing we started talking about was the money part of business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we started talking about like, well, how much money do you want to be making in your business, right? How much time do you want to be working in your business? So mm-hmm. how many, if, if you only want to work X number of hours, how many clients can you carry at the yeah. rate you're charging? Can you actually make the money you want to make? Right. And so you, I made you like dig in. Cool. We know who you serve. Mm-hmm. Now let's figure out how you're serving them. What did you start noticing around? your offerings around your pricing when you did that? Oh, God, this was another breakthrough section, right? <laughs> it was literally like, and I remember, I think I messaged you or something, and it was like, I, I had, I wanted to earn like a certain amount, right? And I didn't want to have work more than, I think it was 25 hours a yeah, week. Yeah, about 25 hours a week, you've got yeah. two kids, and you've got a life you want to live. Yeah, and it was actually actually I can tell you the amount. It was like I was like, okay, I want five grand, but no more than twenty, no more than twenty-five hours a week. And then I did the maths, you know, from what I was offering, and from the amount, and I was like, um, Rita, <laughs> you know, like I've done the maths and it doesn't add up. Yeah, what was really funny was Mildred's like, Rita, I'm really confused, okay, because I only want to work twenty-five hours a week, mm-hmm. but here's how many clients I can actually carry with the way I work with clients in twenty-five hours a week, right? Meaning. I'm only making this much money. And mm-hmm. I kept saying, okay, well, then you're just going to have to raise your rate. <laughs> you're going to have to raise your rate. She's like, yeah. well, Rita, like, here's how many clients I have. And, here, and I'm like, cool, you're just going to have to raise your rates because that's the mm-hmm. only solution. If you're only going to work 25 hours a week and you want to make this much money, the only choice we have is to raise your rates, right? So how did that make you feel? What was your mindset around that? And what actions did you take when on week three, the program really highlighted that for you. It's that uh, I've been telling everyone since, but I was like, my coach, Rita, 
She gave me a one thousand pounds pay rise. <laughs> I gave you a pay rise. So I was like, you got a raise. Literally, <laughs> literally, because I put together my program and I was like, this is the program. This is the price that I charged me. And Rita was like, oh, you can go much higher. You can go way higher. Yeah. Like, much higher. She's like, no, 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 much higher. <laughs> you know. And and what I love is you were like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but that again, I think that stems right. If people are really going to go. That's scary for people to raise yeah. their rates, and especially to raise them almost double, right? Like I was like one thousand, like let's go up, right? Yeah. So what allowed you to actually do it, right? Because thinking mm-hmm. about it, and then actually quoting that new rate, there's like there's something that happens for you to be able to do that. So what were your feelings around it? What enabled you to actually take that step and charge that higher rate? Yeah, I think one, it was. One, the fact that you were saying, and you told me that literally you went through a similar program or you something like that, yeah. and they were charging like way more than I was for way less value than I was given. And I was like, okay, you know. So, and then also it was just this whole idea of the whole mismatch between where I wanted to be financially and what I was charging. And then the third thing was like, okay, the least I can do is let me test that this new price, right? And yeah. and let's see. Let's test it out, this new price. Literally, I think the maybe it was a few days after we had that conversation and I, and all my prices went up. I spoke to somebody like the next after that and I said to them, new price. The first time you give you a new price, you're like, <laughs> your hands are sweating a little bit, <laughs> you know? And I was like, yeah, here's the new price, which is double what I was literally charging the week before. And the person was like, okay, yeah, I, I can make that happen. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> So, I was right. <laughs> I was this much, and I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what I love, so guys, what I love about you know me, I'm big on the mindset around things and like the choices that make it happen. So one thing was she was just committed to doing the things in the program, right? So Mildred was like, okay, there's a program. Mm-hmm. I'm committed to taking the actions and, and trying it before I'm saying it's not working right? or it can't work, right? But then it was, but my most important. We talked about this last week on Monday, which is. Time is really the most important asset in your business. If you think of time as the most important asset and the only asset that will get you to the next level, what that means is you make choices based, like you make decisions based on time, then you make choices in other areas of your business to support that, which is what Mildred did here. She said, look, okay, I want to work 25 hours a week. Like she planned for her life first. This is the bigger, if I pulled the lens back, right? What I told everybody in this program is, this business has to support your life or it's going to fall apart. If your business doesn't ultimately support the kind of life you want to live, it's not going to last. You're going to get burned out. You're going to be resentful. You're going to be what? So what life do you want to live? Meaning how many hours do you want to be living life? And how many hours do you have available to work, right? And that means using time as that first asset. Okay, this is how many hours I want to work. And for Mildred, it was 25 hours. I'm going to do that. Cool. Then we had to make choices around her packages, her pricing, her offers, her money, everything to support that. Right? Like what tasks she keeps, what she delegates, what kinds of things she focuses on, where she's spending her time, what she's letting go of. Like all of that came from the decision of I'm not working more than 25 hours a week. Right. And like once you've decided that and that becomes the non-negotiable, right, then you have no choice but to make decisions to support it. But if you let that be negotiable, well, I guess maybe I could work 30 or maybe I could work 40 or I could do this or I could add in some extra hours here. That's where you stay stuck, right? In that inconsistent kind of like, 
pricing land and inconsistent client land. But the bigger picture, right? And this is something you and I had talked about that allowed you to do that was with that client when you quoted that rate was you had really stepped into a place of abundance of knowing, you know what, there are plenty of clients out there. And if this one says no, mm-hmm. there's going to be another one who follows, right? I think that's so important to realize, like, if you come at, I have to get this client because there's not going to be more clients, right? Like, if I don't get this client, maybe another one's never going to show up. You're never going to be able to do, right? Something big like that. Talk about it. So you quoted that rate. That client was like, cool, let's do it. And then what happened in your mind? Like, what did that open up for you? Everything. <laughs> Honestly, everything. It was like, one is the whole, wow, so I could have been charging this rate earlier. You know, but I just didn't know that, you know, without having that conversation with you, I'd probably still be at the old rate or just gradually increasing, you know, like in my previous business, it was like every year, maybe I'd increase a little bit, you know, just, but this was literally double and people were not blinking an eyelid. So it, it's just, and that blew me away because it's like, wow, you know, I can actually make the target that I want to make and work within the realms of the time constraints that I have. And also enjoy my life. <laughs> you know, like, I can have my own business and make the money I want, actually live the life that I want to live. And like when you have that revelation, it really is game changing. You're like, oh my gosh. Because then it's like, well, what else is possible? It becomes like a game. Like, what right. else can I decide to do? What else can I decide to do? You turn it into fun, right? And then so what I love is that it's never the information, guys. I say this over and over. Mm-hmm. Mildred could have gone out. My information is not groundbreaking, life-shattering information, <laughs> right? Like you could probably Google and Google and spend a lot of time sorting through and ultimately find all the information, right? If you wanted to spend that time on that, right? But it's having somebody help you get out of your own way. Just mm-hmm. having someone that makes you feel like, okay, it's safe to make this decision. Okay, it's safe to try this thing because if it doesn't go the way I want, I've got somebody to come to and talk that through or how do I navigate that? It's literally just support that enables you to get out of your own way because alone, you're never going to be able to get out of your own way. You need someone to support you as you move to the side, as you like kind of stumble, like to say, I got you, we're here, like you can keep moving forward, right? So I'm really glad, thank you for sharing that. What would you say are like, if you had to say three three main shifts that you had in your business as a result of the Most Important Thing program? And before I get to that, I'm going to say, Lisa says, always cheering, uh, most important thing, alumni cheer on. Yay, Mildred. Oh, Another yeah. most important thing, alum here. We got Daphne. Hey, Daphne. <laughs> and uh, Sherry is here. She signed up for the program this round. So we'll get to know Sherry this round. She's here. She says hello. And then Lana was like, oh my gosh, I lived in London and then Surrey for 13 years. So it's a small world. You guys are all going to get to know each other. I love but. This is one thing I love about the program. Maybe we're cutting ahead a little bit too, is the community that was formed in this program. There's something about this program that just attracts people that come together in this way that I didn't anticipate to really support each other, cheer each other on, and show up for each other. And that's why they're here cheering you on right now. Right. Like that lasted beyond the program. In fact, you guys were still meeting beyond the program. Like I know some, certain people were still holding like weekly kind of meetings and people who could would like to wait on. So what, how would you describe the community before we describe the shifts that you had as a result of participating in the program? What, what, how would you describe the community of people in the most important thing? It's so good to be around people, other women, you know, in this case, like who get it, who are like, 
going in the same direction as you. You might not have like the same exact goals for your business, but you're all looking to develop your business in a certain way. You know, so everybody's kind of going towards their own goals, but you can look across and say, hey, how's it going with you? And, you know, cheer each other on along the way. So, which is really, really good. That support is great because you don't always have people. I know I don't have people in my space, you know, not many people who are doing the entrepreneurial journey at a level that I'm aspiring to, for example, or it passing me. It's just, so having like-minded people to go through a program like this with is so, so crucial. And that support is really great. And what I really love is everybody did, yes, they all cheer each other on everything. But what I love is people were really championing other people, which I think is a little different. Like if somebody had a program, other members were sharing that program out to their world. If somebody needed market research, people were jumping on the call and referring other people. Like you could feel comfortable, I think, in that group to ask for what you needed because everybody... A lot of people think, oh, it's a course. You don't really connect with the other members. But I did include features <clears throat> to allow that, like bonus group coaching sessions, the weekly live Q&A where everybody's coming together, little spot pop quizzes and accountability checks for everybody to share. And everybody just felt real comfortable, I think, to open up and talk in that space, which is really important to me. I never let the program get so big that I think you feel lost, right? And I, I'm at least I'm hoping so. And um, it sounds like you felt very seen in the program, which is important to me. So what would three big shifts be? If you had to say, these are the three main things that happened for my business as a result of the most important thing, what would they be? So I think that, like, um, like I said, so the first one would be that clarity on exactly what it is that I'm offering to my audience, you know, which is really great. The second is the pricing, you know, the pay rise. You get <laughs> the program is like fantastic. And then the third one we haven't actually talked about is it was the one-to-one with you, yeah. which is part of the bonus. And in that one-to-one, I think we had an hour, was it 90 minutes? I can't remember. But we, we went through the strategy for my launch of the program. Yes. So literally you got we got our calendars and went through the strategy and it's like, Okay, this is the, you start announcing it this week, and then you do the live streams this week, and I followed that strategy, Rita. And by the end of it, I was fully booked. I know that was the big main result, right? Fully booked, guys. Before the six-week program was over, right at the six-week end, it was very close to right around there. It was boom. Re, I'm. I remember the post in the group. You're like, guys, guys, I have something to say. Fully booked and at the higher rate, you know, at the higher rate, fully booked, which is something she had never experienced before. So if that doesn't show you like the power of what commitment and support can do, right, and how quickly things can change if you decide for them to change, right, then I don't know what will show you. Now, guys, she's talking about a special bonus that people got, and that was open that was open to people who registered in the first 24 hours. However, if you're watching this video, and so now this is where my assistants are like, ah, we didn't know this, but I'm going to make sure to tell them. If you just, if you register and say, Rita, I saw the video and I want the 24, I want the private one-on-one call with you. I will extend that bonus to you if you register for the program, because I do think it's life changing. Like, I I offer that call strategically too. You can't have the private one-on-one call with me until after the first three weeks of the program. So you go through the first three weeks of the program, then we get on the horn 
and we have the, the talk because by then you have gotten clarity around your time and your offer, I mean, your audience and your offer and your pricing. And what we're starting to move into in weeks four and then five slash six are your aware, building awareness, the customer journey, building awareness and then nurturing relationships, right? So it's a good time to review everything you've done before you start advertising it, marketing it, building that audience, and also to help you pick right the track that you go on. Because this is one thing that, and this is why I'm so glad to have Mildred, who's a LinkedIn uh, expert on here, that the tracks that you pick, so at week five, you pick a personalized track. And it's it's meant to say, stop trying to do all the things to generate awareness in your business and stop trying to do all the things to nurture relationships. You don't need to be on LinkedIn and in Facebook and on Instagram and on YouTube and sending newsletters and writing blogs. And I mean, guys, the list just goes, doing dances on TikTok and pointing the thing. You don't have to be doing anything. You don't have to be doing all of it, right? Like all that it takes to get traction in your business is to pick one thing and just do it consistently and go deep in it and do it well. And one of the tracks, so at week five, you pick a track, so you go all in on it. You're saying no to everything else so that you say yes to that. And one of the tracks is content. And content can be anything, but I help you pick your platform. I help you pick the kind of content I help you. And LinkedIn is one of those areas. And that's actually an area, like the platform of LinkedIn is something I don't actually know a lot about. I'm trying to start getting a presence there and start like showing up there. But why don't we talk a little bit about If somebody were to say, you know what, I'm picking the track and LinkedIn is my place and that's where my clients are, that's where my customers are, I want to go all in, right? The purpose of going all in is to build no like and trust. So where would like the first place somebody, where would they start if they're like, I think I want to use LinkedIn to really build this like no like and trust in me and my business? Where would they even start? So I think the the excellent thing about LinkedIn is it actually crosses over content and networking tracks really well and touches on community <laughs> so yeah, it's like a little bit of everything right absolutely has a bit of everything because with the content aspect of it it's like to to really get visible on linkedin you need to create content and produce content so content is the way whereby you get to share your business and share your personality and really engage with people in that way so you produce your own content and then you engage with other people's content that's like a starting place. Having a profile, having a con- there are four pillars. I'm g- giving you this for free, right? Oh my gosh, guys! <laughs> Get your pens ready, right? <laughs> you know. So the four pillars of LinkedIn success. Number one is profile. You have to have a profile that is great and really speaks to your target audience because that markets for you twenty four seven, even when you're not there. Second, you need to cre- create content, produce original content. And, and these are just posts, you know, these are just, just like you would on Facebook or on Instagram, but these are just posts and they, and they don't have to be your business posts. You can mix it with personal posts as well. The third one is engagement. So this is how you connect with other people on the platform because you don't just want to gather connections and contacts. You want to actually get to know them. And you do that by engaging with their content on their feeds and, you know, engaging in articles. And then the last pillar is audience which is really having this clarity on who exactly, if you want to use LinkedIn for business purposes, you must know who your audience is and then you go after them, you know, and you don't go after them in a salesy, spammy, none of that stuff, but you go after them to build a relationship 
and it's to do that through LinkedIn. And I love it because guys, Clarity, like we've talked about all the past two weeks, Clarity is more than I help people. I help business owners. I help parents. I help. That's not enough to make people recognize themselves in it, right? Like I always share that story about the dentist that I uh, had as a client. who's like, I help people with teeth that I'm like, oh my gosh, right? Because like there's so many people with teeth that mm-hmm. if I'm trying to refer a person to you, I can't think of one person that I need to refer, but also like, I'm not going to see myself in that because it's so generic and descriptive. I just kind of, it's like, of course I have teeth, but like, I don't think I need your help, right? Like, what about my teeth? Like, why do I need your help? You've got to get like more specific, right? And so um, I think that that's something people lose sight of a little bit on LinkedIn when they're treating it more like a resume. They're talking about themselves, right? Like, here's who I am and here's what I do and here's how I do it, but they're not so much and here's who I do it for. And here's really when you know you need me and let me show you and talk about your problems. And that's where the content comes in, right? So people can see themselves in it, right? So what do you think like the biggest obstacle is though with content and LinkedIn? Like where do people feel scared? Like, should they feel scared? They're always like, I don't know what to write. Do I just do a post? And I don't know LinkedIn. So I'm like, oh, I can go talk to Mildred. I don't know, you know, like, do I just do a little post on my wall? Do I write one of these big long things? Do I like publish an article? Do I like where could somebody just the easiest way for somebody to start? So this and, and I think the key word there is start, you know? And this is why my everything I do. So my program, my book, it's all called Start Being Visible. Yeah. And it's all to do with being visible on the platform. So and to be visible, you have to show up. You know, and you need to show up every day. Sometimes people, because I work with women with service-based businesses specifically. So the issues are very different. So it's not just about the content. It's the whole, what will people think? It's, it's you know, if I if I turn up as myself, what if people don't like it? What if the whole imposter syndrome? There's a lot of stuff that we're dealing with in the coaching that's beyond just posting content. But really where I tell them to start is by starting. You know, you start with that one post. You know, and you can put it out there. You can get no engagement today. That's okay. Come again tomorrow and do a second post. Yeah. That's okay. No engagement. Come again. And if you keep on doing it, you keep on working that muscle. One, it doesn't bother you as much if you're not getting maximum engagement because you're just carrying out the strategy that you know is eventually going to pay off in the long run. Oh, but- so much in there. Is that, you know, being like, oh, so much in there that I love right so Start Being Visible is the name of a program, and the next round is in February, guys. So the best place to find Mildred will be LinkedIn. I'm going to give you her LinkedIn link later. Obviously, the best place to find her is LinkedIn, right? But um, her program is called Start Being Visible. The next round is in February, but her book is also called Start Being Visible. And when we're done, she's going to drop a link to it in the comments. You can go deeper on some of this stuff by like getting her book and like finding it. She's got this nice little bundle, and you can like work on all this stuff. and. And I think that really if LinkedIn is in your wheelhouse at all, it's something you absolutely should um, look into. But what I love is you're like, and you know, I always say this, like, guys, the best way to succeed in anything is to let go of attachment to the results, right? Detach from the results while knowing it's 100% certain that it's going to work. So if you're like, look, it's 100% certain I'm going to get all the clients I want from LinkedIn. I don't know when and I don't know how but I know it's going to happen. Then if you really believe that it's going to happen, it won't matter that you don't see somebody engaging or somebody doing whatever with your content on LinkedIn for any given post. Cause you're like, 
whatever. Like it's going to happen. It's just not this post. It'll be another post. It'll be, and then you just show up. That allows you to just show up and keep taking the action as somebody who believes it's going to work. Like if you 100% knew, if I could guarantee it to you, if Mildred and I could say, like we'll use Daphne as a, Daphne, if you post every day on LinkedIn, it's 100% inevitable you'll make six figures in your business by the end of the year. We can't say that, but if we said it, Daphne would not care at all what was happening with the results because she would say it's a guarantee. It doesn't matter. All I have to do is post every day for a year and I'm going to get the results that I want. Right? What happens is you start getting hung up on results because you don't actually believe it's going to work. And if you don't believe it's going to work, it's not going to work. It all starts with that belief that it's going to work, right? So like with content, some people go, well, this content won't work. This isn't going to get engagement. This isn't get like all of that. And just like Mildred said, just start, just start putting content and believe it'll work. If you knew hundred percent, it would work. You'd just be posting every day. You would be doing it like no hesitation, right? So what, um, what would you say the biggest mistake is that entrepreneurs make on LinkedIn, right? What, like if they're on there and they're doing stuff and they're like, whatever, Mildred, LinkedIn doesn't work. It's just lame. And like, it's only for people that want to connect to people and spam you or whatever it is that they say, right? What, what is usually when people come to you with that? What's the biggest mistake they're making on LinkedIn? One, one the, the biggest one that I find is one, they've created a LinkedIn account. They've allowed it to gather dust, <laughs> you know? So they dip in every now and again look around and then say, oh, this doesn't work. This platform doesn't work, you know? It's, it's not it's not the thing to do, you know? So yep. that's the one thing that um they do. The second thing is, is that whole thing of LinkedIn is a long-term strategy. Let's put it this, it's a long-term strategy. You have to be consistent for long enough because what you're doing is you're building relationships, you're developing that whole know me, like me, trust me factor that you're talking about. You know, it's like, and it takes a while for that. You're not just going to start posting this week and people to think, oh, gosh, I love you. I'm going to buy your stuff tomorrow. You know, it's, it's it's like you consistently show up on a platform and you show up not to sell, but to add value. To add so, value, right? Because yeah. that's what allows people to know, like, and trust you is that yeah. you're adding value to their world. Now, value doesn't give, I mean, yes, give away. I'm a big believer in give away all your good stuff for free because then people will just want more of you. But it's not about giving away what you do. It's about letting them really understand that you understand them. That's really the biggest value you can get is talking about them and like showing them and showing them there's a way and letting them have an impact in their life, right? I mean, I love that you said it's it's consistency and the long-term strategy, right? Because the reason why, right, the LinkedIn profile's there and it gathers dust is exactly what we're talking about. They put up this LinkedIn profile. They're so excited about it. They post once or twice. They don't see the engagement. They don't see the traction that they want after a week or two. So they hop over to Facebook because I should be on Facebook, right? And mm-hmm. then they post there for a week or two and they don't see the traction that they want. They're like, oh, I better get on Instagram, right? They're on Instagram. and they're, So they're hopping around from strategy to strategy and they're not giving any one strategy the time for it to work. And LinkedIn is like, it, it's any platform, LinkedIn, anywhere. You have to give it the time to work, meaning you need to have a strategy, right? So that you can show, to make it easy to show up consistently. Is that something that you help your clients with too? Because it's one thing to say, show up. And that is the place to start. You don't, yeah. it doesn't matter if you don't know what to talk about. Just show up and talk about something every day. For 90 yeah. days, you're going to have more results than you would if you didn't do that, right? But, yeah. right. It's also helpful once you know who your audience is and all the kids with it so it's easy right so how do you help people 
make LinkedIn and going all in and showing up in LinkedIn something that can actually fit within the rest of their day? Because that's where people get scared, right? Absolutely. So literally everything that we just we just spoke about that I do. So the whole profile content engagement and audience is what I work through on my Start Being Visible program with my clients. You know, so and then we go for specific homework periods where I give them daily homeworks that they do on LinkedIn around these activities. But part the key part of that is we have a content strategy that we put together because LinkedIn has to match your your activities there has to match your business objectives, you know? Yeah. yeah, it's not, you're not just posting pictures about your pet or your kids or anything like that. Just, oh, I've got 10, 100 likes today, but that does nothing for your business. That's not what you want, you know? So we create a strategy whereby we look at your overall marketing plan, overall, okay, what is going on in your business and how can we use LinkedIn as the platform to slowly drip feed that out to your audience, add value to them, and of course, ask for the sale when the right time comes so it's it's so having clear on your goals right yeah. spoiler yeah. alert guys you have to you know what you want to achieve and then right you're able to help people reverse engineer that and use the platform so you're mm-hmm. measuring the right kpis you're measuring because like guys if you're upset that you don't have a lot of like i'll use facebook because that's my wheelhouse but if mm-hmm. you're upset that you don't have a lot of likes on your facebook page but your goal is to get people on your list. Like measuring likes is the wrong like performance indicator to show whether that's working or not, right? We need to look at the number of people that are like signing up for your list. So sometimes we're looking at the wrong things and we're thinking it's not working and that's not actually true. Or we're thinking something is working and they get frustrated when we don't get the clients or whatever from it, but it wasn't working. We were looking at the wrong metrics. And this is where somebody like Miltry can really help you with LinkedIn Look at the right metrics because LinkedIn can be like overwhelming with all the different things that you could look at, right? But it, with a clear plan, right, it really helps you go, okay, now I know what I'm trying to like drive, right? Like, um, and so there's, I mean, I've written down, I'm going to leave this of everything because I'm like, okay, I love all of this. And, but this is where something like my program and what Mildred does can even work really well together, right? Because in the most important thing, we're going to do for you exactly what Mildred did for her own business. Well, we're going to really look at the life you want to live and what that means for the time that you have for your business and what that means for what you're doing in your business and decisions that you need to make around time, which then will allow us to make the same decisions around who you're offering things to and what you're offering, right? And when you have that clarity around, now I know what I'm offering and and how I'm offering it and who I'm offering it to and all of that. And then in the last half of the program, you're just going to really say, this is what I want to do to build awareness. This is what I want to do to nurture relationships. And here's my overview of that. Like here, and you bring something like that to Mildred and Mildred's going to say, great, let's really rock and roll with this, right? We're ready because again, guys, it's about going all in on one way to build awareness or all in on one way to nurture a relationship. So if it's LinkedIn, awesome, cool. You can continue the party over with like Mildred or you can with anybody, right? Like anybody, right? Like, but the idea is stick with the one thing. And Mildred's saying, if you hop around, if you don't, if you decide LinkedIn, but you don't show up every day for LinkedIn or as somebody who believes LinkedIn is going to work, you're not going to get the traction from LinkedIn, right? That, that people want or need. So 
What is like, I'm kind of curious because I don't know LinkedIn that well. Is there something like a secret benefit or an unknown feature or something of LinkedIn that a lot of people don't know about that? I mean, like the stories, that was great. The fact that LinkedIn stories are coming, like that's just something that's super cool. Is there something else where people are, you're like, hey, you're missing out because you're not using this feature or you should really use this more. Maybe they don't know about it at all. It's, it's not, it, there's one, not that people don't know about it, but not a lot of people use it, but video works amazingly everywhere, including LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> and because so few people do it on LinkedIn, especially because they think, well, LinkedIn is this professional platform, it's job seeker platform, it's, the, you know, and all these misconceptions that so people are not showing up on video and allowing people to get to know them on camera. You know, so if you start to implement video as part of your content strategy, so I, I do, I'm a writer by nature first, so video is my second nature, but I do one post a week at least as video. And all this week, I'm actually doing LinkedIn Live. So again, LinkedIn Live is a feature because um, I'm promoting my book and stuff, but LinkedIn Live is a feature that they're slowly rolling out. But for those who get it, and as you get it, it's such a great tool to connect with your audience and to really engage with them in real time. So I'd say one post, but make use of video as part of your content mix. But just just show up. Honestly, have the strategy and show up and commit to it. Minimum for three months. If you want to get some kind of traction. Yes, guys, 90 days minimum, right? Like show up every day, but then you can tweak it a little bit. Then you can edit it. And it's not throw the whole thing out. It's troubleshoot it. It's not the whole thing that doesn't work. It's like, you've got to adjust a piece of it, right? So right now, guys, what we're talking about is LinkedIn as, so we talked about this a little bit, that there's a customer journey cycle, right? Like your customer need or client needs to become aware that you exist. That's one thing. Then after they become aware of you, they've got to like build that knowledge of you, that that they like you, that they trust you, that you're a credible expert, that you're an authority so that they feel safe and comfortable to purchase from you. They also need to know you're going to deliver on your promises and you understand them, right? So that's what allows them to purchase. So there are two ways that LinkedIn really can be used. One is, here's how you build awareness, right? Like the people don't even know you exist. And LinkedIn is a great vehicle. And we're going to talk about that in a second of building awareness. But what we've been talking about right now is making it your number one strategy and your all-in strategy for nurturing the relationships after people are already aware of you. And the reason why video is so great, what Mildred just said, why you should embrace it is what better way for people to feel like they know you. And like, I mean, you heard Mildred say, I, it wasn't even video, but it's equivalent. It's the same idea. I signed up for the most important thing, right? Because you were in my ear talking to me every day through your podcast, right? Because people feel like I know her. Like, I feel like I know Rita because she's just blah, 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 blah in my ear. And I feel like I know exactly what she'll be like. It's the same with video. People who never talk to you. Well, they, I mean, haven't you ever Netflix binged watched the show and feel like, you know, everybody, like I feel like the Gilmore girls and I are best friends for life. You know what I mean? Because I've watched the show so many times. Of course they know me. Of course, if I walked into Stars Hollow, everybody would know my name, right? Like, but that's because you listen and you watch. So video guys is one of the best ways, right? To build that. But what kinds of content could help people also showcase their expertise, showcase that they're credible. I mean, one thing that I said the other day was, case studies, client testimonials, right? But how can they really showcase, I'm an expert, I'm a credible authority, like you can trust me on this. What would some of the best types of content be for that? It, it's I, sharing useful information about your field. You know, so for example, I talk about LinkedIn. So a lot of my posts are around how you can better use LinkedIn. You know, so I'll 
like I might do a post about LinkedIn algorithms and how they work and how you can use that to your advantage. So it's looking for things that are, I heard someone put it this way and I thought this is perfect, but it's when you when you're adding value to your audience, it's literally giving them enough information so they can go away and do for free what they would normally pay you to do for them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that works, right? That's not going to be something that keeps yeah. business from you. That is something that draws business to you. I absolutely does. Because because people are thinking, well, if you know this much and you're giving it away for free, then you must know a lot more if I'm going to... Yeah, you must know more what's going to happen when I'm your client, right? And again, you guys, if you really embrace that thought that it's not the information that will ultimately make them hire me. I mean, yes, people like smart cats and people like mm-hmm. we have somebody help them weed through so they don't have to go research all this stuff. Right. For, but really, if you think about it, it's the time management side of getting the information. But it's that support of the, the accountability and the safety and the brainstorming and the partner and the support system to help you move out of your way to do it, right? The minute everybody realizes that's where their value as a service provider really is, is I can either do it for you or mm-hmm. I can help you get out of your own way to do it. And sure, you could go get the information from anywhere. That's great, right? Like, but you're, it doesn't matter how much information you have if you're not doing it, right? And that's what Mildred is so great at, just like me. Like Mildred made you do it, right? She just makes you do it on LinkedIn because Rita doesn't because she doesn't know LinkedIn yet, right? So, I will. I'm going to get, that's the thing. That's the goal for me, right? And mm-hmm. I learned from all of my, so here's the neat thing about the most important thing program too. So like I told you guys, Mildred's coming back as an alumni, right? Like, and I saw Tanita was here. Tanita said, sorry, I'm late. Tanita's coming back as an alumni. Daphne's coming. And we're going to meet Daphne um, tomorrow for, no, Wednesday for her interview on, on Wednesday. Lisa's coming back. We're meeting Lisa on Thursday, right? Like, there are all of these alumni coming back because, guys, it's not like just for any reason. It's because the program really does help you stay focused, stay connected, and it's that support system of getting out of your own way. But, guys, as you can tell, all the participants have their own expertise, their own knowledge. So if you're in the program and you're like, I'm trying to go all in on LinkedIn and I'm stuck, like, Mildred's not going to say, sorry, I can't answer that question for you because that's what I do for a living, right? She's not going to give away everything she does, but she'll say, oh, here's here. Let me like just give you a tip because that's what the community is coming together to do to help you get out of your own way so you do it. We are an action oriented community, right? And I think that it nobody has time to consume anymore. You just want to see results. And the only way to results is by doing it. So it's short on consumption, big on action. Short on consumption, big on action, right? So um I guess why don't you tell people a little bit about I'm gonna put your your um your link right here to LinkedIn so people can see it. So this is the best way, right? But tell people about your program, your book. Let's tell people about your book because that's the thing they can get access to first, right? So you're going to put that link in the comments, but what is that book about really? If they get the book, what will it help them do? So this book, uh, my book is called Start Being Visible. It's literally officially being released on Thursday this week. So this is like cut off the press. Yay, I'm so excited. You know, so this book is all about how to use LinkedIn to raise your profile, promote your brand and attract your ideal clients. So we, I go through inside the book, I go through everything to do with creating a profile, your headline, what should it read? What kind of things should you put in your about statement? How do you complete it? You know, all of that. 
Then we go into content strategy. How do you create a content strategy? How do you tie that in with your business goals? You know, how do you, how do you, what kind of themes should you do with your content and how do you get set up in that area? So engagement, you know, there's a chapter, a whole chapter in engagement, how to engage strategically. Because one of the things as well, because I work with businesswomen, we're, we're busy, <laughs> you know, we're busy. You don't want to spend all day on LinkedIn, <laughs> you know? So that's the thing. That's another concern people have. They're like, I don't have time to be on social media. I'm like, LinkedIn is not social media, but, yeah. you know, even yeah. if it was, there are ways to strategically... But what's really funny, right? Let me... What's really funny is when people are like, I don't have time to, but yet if that's the way that if they did it right, they could get all their business and all their... But they don't have the business they want, but the business they want could come from their time on LinkedIn. It's like, how can you not have time to be on LinkedIn, right? How can you not have that time? But it's just a matter of doing it efficiently and strategically again, right? So this book, guys, is like Mildred in your pocket, right? So just like, or your purse. Maybe it's too big for your pocket. But like Mildred in your purse, right? Just take Mildred wherever you go and like read about LinkedIn and do it because it's, it really is all of this, this stuff, right? And if you start piece, it's, you don't have to do it all at once. Like start implementing and implementing and you'll get there, right? But LinkedIn can be such a valuable tool because the days of it being a just, job seekers that's way way long gone that is you can get most professional speakers i know get their speaking engagements through linkedin most corporate trainers are connecting with clients through linkedin so we talked real quickly and i know we're at the end of our time but we talked real quickly about i mean we talked for a while about using linkedin to nurture relationships but what about building awareness right because this is one quick piece where people are like yeah but i keep getting all of these requests from people i don't know and then when i accept it it's just like Spam or like, do I link? Do I link in with people I don't know? Or what's the best way to actually, if nobody knows who you are, but there's somebody you want to be connected to on LinkedIn, what would just a quick tip be for somebody who might be doing that piece wrong, so they're frustrated about the connections that they have on LinkedIn? Okay, excellent. So it's in my book. I actually talk about what I call the 60-20-20 principle. So this comes when it comes to growing your network. Uh, the 60-20-20 principle is that 60% of your network should be your target audience. So this is where you have to have the clarity of who are my target audience and then make sure that they're the bulk of people in your audience. One, because it will help you achieve the business results that you want. But two, it will also help with engagement. Because a lot of the time where people are getting no to low engagement is that people are not interested. You've got the wrong people in your crowd, you know. So if 60% of your audience are um, your target audience, then at least 20% that you connect with should be your peers, you know, people in similar industries, people in, you know, people you admire, influencers, that sort of stuff. And then the last 20% are people like, you you know, like anybody else, your friends, your family, you know, your whoever. And this is where I will add in that I tell people that that other 20%, I mean, I, I love these percentages. I haven't put them in percentages like this, but like, should be people in other industries or professions where you can help connect people, right? Like if you're not in the media, connect to people on the media, connect to people in agriculture, connect to people in manufacturing, connect to people because it's it's smart because if other people in your network need to be connected to these people, you now have them in your network to be the connector, right? But even that strategic with like, who in my network would they want to be connected to and what would help them and how to meet those people? So I love that the, the the strategy. I love the takeaway of 60% because if you're, a lot of people think it's just numbers, 
I just need a lot of LinkedIn followers or I need a lot of LinkedIn, but they have an algorithm just like anything else that can really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And what about the message that you send, right? Because I know LinkedIn used to, maybe they don't have that little form message. Hi, I'm just reaching out to connect. Should you customize them? That's, is it okay to try to connect to somebody you don't know, but you want to know them? Like, is that taboo? Do you not send a request until you've met somebody? Or I, I don't know what the new uh, protocol yeah. is. <laughs> you definitely should be connected with people you don't know on LinkedIn. Otherwise, what are you doing on LinkedIn? Right? Thank you. Because people are like, oh, no, I don't accept LinkedIn requests from people I don't know. I have yeah. to already know them. Right? Oh, no, 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 you're missing the platform. But honestly, connect with people you don't know. So sometimes it'll be better to reach out to them with a message. Sometimes, because LinkedIn has the option to follow instead of connect, right? So sometimes if it's somebody you're particularly interested in, you can follow them first. And that means you get to see their content on your feed. That means you get to engage with them for a little bit. And then afterwards, when you've built up some kind of relationship, then you can send the connection request and by then you're no longer the stranger you know now you're somebody they actually want to connect with so that sometimes you're going to need to do it that way other times you can just send a straight up personalized never the generic one that links this again no no one wants to receive that you know i have somebody the other day go oh but like Mm -hmm. if i send these customized messages to all of these people i just met at the scene it's going to take so much time and i like put that Time investment, if it returns one great connection, one potential client, which isn't it worth it? Like sometimes it's like we have to realize again, time is your most important asset to get to the next level of your business by investing the time, right? Mm -hmm. That's what's going to take you to the next level, not investing money. So when you look at it like that, like writing customized messages, oh, that's an investment of my time that makes sense that could get me to the next level, right? So um, Mildred, I am so glad that you shared all of this LinkedIn stuff today. I really appreciate you being here and talking about your experience in the program. And guys, Mildred is coming back as an alumni in this next round of the most important thing that is starting October 5th. So if you want to know more of Mildred, I mean, you can go to her LinkedIn. I put it right here. You don't have to be in my program to go connect with the wonderful Mildred. But guys, she will be for six weeks in the program. Again, part of like your cheerleader, your champion, and like the same for her, right? But this is the way that you really form these connections with people in different industries and professions that could give you value and can help you grow your business and vice versa, right? So um, uh, let's see, we're getting more more comments. Oh, Lorena says, love all these tips. Love all these tips. They're so great. I mean, LinkedIn, guys, again, it's just like hearing them from somebody that can smart cut. I don't like to say shortcut, smart cut stuff, right? Daphne says thanks to you both. Um, so guys, go connect with uh, Mildred. Mildred, I know I've overextended your time. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to say goodbye to you. But please be sure to put the link in the comments below to your book so everybody can find that. Okay, and is there anything else that you wanted to say before hopping off? I want to say that honestly, this course changed my business. <laughs> you know, it changed my business. It was the right thing I needed at the right time. And it really is, it's, it's six weeks. It's not that long. And if you want to get the most out of it, commit to make it your priority in that six weeks. Go through everything that's on it and you will see some results. Honestly, you will do. I saw a lot of results. Even if you see just one of those results, that's great, you know, for moving your business from where it yeah. is now to where it needs to be. So that's so all you need is you need that first movement and the rest. Oh, just yeah. 
Well, thank you. Go, go and enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your chiquito. It's uh, bedtime now over here. It's bedtime. You've got to go. you got to go put up the bed. I will love seeing you very soon in the most important thing. And thank you again, Mildred. Have a good one. Take care now. Bye-bye, everybody. So you guys, isn't she wonderful? I would love to know what your favorite takeaway about LinkedIn was. If you can put it in the comments so that Mildred can see your favorite little nugget that she gave you today. Um, and I'm curious if LinkedIn is something that you're wanting to use more of in your business. If LinkedIn is something that you're wanting to use more of in your business, let me know. But guys, I mean, hopefully you can see, right? Mildred said, I made the decision to sign up for the most important thing. And in six weeks, she was fully booked with a waiting list at a higher rate, right, than she had ever charged before, allowing her to get more in her business and enjoy her life more because she made decisions. Just like we've been talking about for two weeks. I'm not, this is what I'm saying. I tell people in this program the same things I tell my private clients. And the same can really be true. This is not like a, a fancy, like kind of like manipulative marketing, right? It's like, it sounds sexy because it is sexy. <laughs> which is like, you really can make the money you want and have the business you want and work the hours you want. But it may require you to make decisions that feel uncomfortable. Decisions like raising your rate, right? Decisions like showing up, like Lana just said, consistency is key. Decisions about showing up, even if you're not feeling like showing up. Decisions about using video, even if you're a little hesitant about video. Like If you make the choice of what you want, there are ways that you can get it, but usually those actions are slightly uncomfortable or greatly uncomfortable, especially at the beginning. That's where the program, the most important thing, comes into play because it's all about helping you get out of your own way so that you're able right, to implement these things. But when you're trying to implement all the things, it's overwhelming. And that's why I created the most important thing. It really is where we pull back all the options. And I'm not teaching you everything. You Yes. There are other things you could be doing. There are other things that will help you grow your business. That's not what this program is about. This program is for people who say, look, uh, time is a premium always, but right now more than ever. I want to be helping my children with distance learning or I need to be helping them or I just need more downtime or I need time to connect with my husband like as a partner instead of us just passing in the day with kids and work. I need to work out. I need to whatever, but I also still have to grow my business, right? And so this program is to help you get consistency, get the clients, get the money, get generate the revenue and everything you want while you're living your life. Because if you don't have that piece from the beginning, if you're not able to live the life you want to live, your business may get successful for a little bit. It's like a spike. It'll be like, whoop, boom, and then it'll crash, right? So we don't want that. We want this to be something consistent and profitable and sustainable but it's got to fit around your life. So your life is also feeling good and you're not burned out and you're able to do the things. And what Mildred just said was, look, guys, six weeks, I was fully booked with a waiting list at a higher rate than ever before because I had clarity that I had never had before. And I took action that was uncomfortable because I had Rita there to support me to do it. And I had a community of people to support me to do it. And you can have the same thing. The investment for this program is only $497. The door closes on Friday, though, because the program starts October 5th. So we are at the end. And like I said, if you reference, if you sign up and you let me know, you message me, you pop me, whatever, an email, a, a Facebook message, whatever, you say, hey, I heard you talk about the private coaching call and that bonus is expired. But if you mention that, or if you're a new registrant and you mention that, then that bonus can be extended 
team, right? This is for new, you know, completely new to the program people registering, um, because I think that that's a value that alumni coming back will have had. They had that private call with me last time. And so I want to extend that because Mildred talked about the importance of that today. And I didn't want you to hear about it and go, man, that sounds great. And I can't get it now. Like, if you reference it, I will extend it to you if you are a new participant in the most important thing. So six-week program, small lessons, 30 minutes a day or under, you can get through this program and have all these same results that you're going to hear from everybody this week, including Mildred today. So if you have any questions about it, if you are on the fence, if you don't even have any idea if this might be the right program for you, just let me know. Message me. Put a comment below. Get in touch with me. Go check out this. Like, whatever. Let me know. I will get on the phone with you. I'll talk to you about it because like I always say, it may or may not be the right program for you. I don't know. I won't know until we talk about it, right? Chances are, though, if getting clients consistently, generating revenue consistently is something that you're wanting, if you feel like you're trying all the ways to build awareness in your business and you're trying all the things or nothing at all to nurture a relationship and you feel like you're struggling, this is going to be the right program for you. And like I said, it's personalized. At week five, you're going to pick a track and I'm going to help guide you on which one to pick. And you're going to go all in and do it. You're either going to build a community, you're going to go all in on networking, or you're going to go all in on content. And you're going to have a strategy and you're actually going to implement it, right? So you can go deep on one thing to get those deep results. So anyway, guys, join me tomorrow, all week at one o'clock. But tomorrow we are going to be talking to Kristen, another alumni uh, or alumni or alum of the most important thing. We're going to be talking about writing. We're going to be talking about copy. We're going to be talking about copywriting and copy and marketing and digital marketing and how to really connect with your audience with the content. Once you have the content strategy, right, how do you know that that's the content that's going to connect? We're going to talk about the most important things that you can do with your content tomorrow. So hopefully you'll be there tomorrow. Um, and we have some really great guests lined up for the rest of the week. Um, like I said, I put the bingo card out, guys, in the All-In uh, all Entrepreneur. The bingo game is something we're playing where you could win $200 cash dollars at the end of the week. And there's some other fun things. So head over to the All-In Entrepreneur. Check it out. Go check out the Most Important Thing program. Let me know if you even remotely have an inkling it may be right for you. We'll talk about it. No pressure. I just want you to see what's possible for you because, as you can see, Mildred had things happen in six weeks that she never anticipated, allowing her to go full-time in her business and be fully booked by the end of six weeks. So anyway, I'll talk to you all later. Have a great day. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Take care. Hey, before you go, thank you for listening to my show. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. And leave a review. It'll only take you a second, but it will help other people discover the Rita Mimi Do It show. And my goal is to share this business-boosting and life-changing content with as many people as possible. In fact, because I value your time so much, every month, one reviewer will win a free coaching call with me. So if you want to get laser-focused and go all-in on the results that you most want in your business, then leave a review now. And then head on over to RitaMamieDoIt.com where you can find the show notes from today's episode.